welcome to the Quality of Life podcast. My name is Erin Olson, and I am a businesswoman and mother who has been studying personal growth for over 15 years. I've tried almost all of the habits and hacks out there. My goal is to use my real-life experience to show you which tricks and habits make the biggest changes to your quality of life with the least amount of time and energy on your part. We'll cover everything from habits to hacks, fitness to family, and everything in between. Now, let's dive on in to today's topic. Hey guys, welcome back to the Quality of Life podcast. Erin Olson here to guide you through starting your new business or side hustle. Thank you so much for joining me today. Last week, we got clear on the plan and we created a super simple business plan. If you haven't done that yet, go to theerinolson.com slash plan to get your free worksheet. Having a plan is so important, no matter how small your business is. But you know what is equally important? What you name it. This week's episode is all about how to choose a name that not only fits your company's offering, your products and services, but also fits your company's style and personality. So many people call their businesses the first thing that comes to mind, and often that is a great place to start. But with a little bit more time devoted, you can have a name that not only lets people know what you do, but you can have the start of a brand. And a brand is something that people align themselves with and support. Have you thought of a few names? Well, the name of your business is like a first impression to possible customers. It can give them an idea of your business's personality and what you offer, but it can also pigeonhole you into a certain demographic. Remember that target customer thing we talked about last week? Well, back when I started the hoof trimming business, I was going against the grain of a mostly male-dominated industry that emphasized the importance of nailing shoes to the horse's feet. My techniques were decidedly different, and I did a barefoot trim, making the need for shoes almost unnecessary. I decided to call that business Rebel Footworks. With the help of a logo of a horse head, most people could guess exactly what my business did without asking, and they knew that I approached it differently than most. But when naming our last company, my business partner and I made a huge mistake, and we named our Haynet business Cinch Chicks with an X. Not only did it make it hard to say, but we spelled it a little weird with the X, so finding us on Facebook or Google wasn't the easiest at first. Not only that, but while we had a website and grew our business for over three years, we only protected our name with one single trademark. So we received a cease and desist letter from a rather large company in our industry with a similar name. So we had to change our name and all of our branding, website, tags, product labels, everything, etc. And it was a very expensive mistake. So today we are going to do our due diligence and try to help you brainstorm and come up with the most perfect name for your business. And I'm going to give you a few ideas on how to protect it in the future. Now, first, I must say, I am not a lawyer, nor have I played one on TV, so I am not going to be giving you any legal advice, and you should probably contact one in your area after you have decided on a name and a business structure, which is going to be next week's topic, to make sure that you are doing it legally and the best way for your future plans. 
So what are some brands that are iconic? You know, the ones that you can recognize immediately? Well, I have a list of several, and the goal is to help you choose the right name for your business so you can become as iconic as well. I'm sure that Nike stands out as a brand that you all know. Well, Nike's name is also the name of a Greek-winged goddess of victory. So even though you may not have known that, now you have a little insight into the personality of the company. I would say that they are winners. Now, McDonald's is a business that everybody knows. You know, the Golden Arches? Well, that business used to be called McDonald's Brothers Restaurant. They use their own name in the title, which is a really good way to be original. And it does have its benefits when you structure your business legally. But once again, we aren't going to get into that until next week. Samsung is another iconic business, and it chose its name on the fact that the word Samsung means three stars in Korean, and they wanted to be aligned with the stars. Apple Computers got the name after Steve Jobs actually visited an apple orchard, and he just knew that that was the simple name that they needed for their company. Well, it had nothing to do with computers. I guess it worked out okay for him. You could pick a name that is also very obvious, like 7-Eleven did. They used to be called U-Totem, but when they changed their store hours to being open from 7 to 11 every day, but with that new name, everybody knows when they are open. There are also some people who have made big mistakes when naming their business, making it hard to find them on the internet. Ask Gary Vaynerchuk. He made his website his nickname, Gary V., but the problem wasn't that he made it his nickname. The mistake was that his nickname is V, spelled V-E-E. -E. So many people spelled it wrong. And when they searched for his name or website on Google, nothing came up. But he overcame that hurdle somehow, so you can too. You could use an acronym like GEICO did, and GEICO stands for Government Employee Insurance Company. And you just know that you are going to save 15% just for calling them. And that brings me to a little hint. If you have an idea for a slogan or a jingle, no matter how dumb you think it is, you need to write it down and start using it. I mean, when you hear Nationwide is on your side, you know exactly how their jingle sounds, right? Nationwide is on your side. I mean, just saying, think about that. What are some things to think about when you are considering what you are going to name your business? Well, I have a list of rules to consider. First, make it make sense. What do you do? Can you incorporate a word that is descriptive of what you offer? It might help people to find you by name. If possible, keep it relevant to what you do. Like Dunkin' Donuts. It gives you insight to what they do, but also makes you feel cozy and relaxed when you hear the name, right? So consider if you have something that makes your customers feel a certain way, that is a hint that you might be on the right track. Second, could you use your nickname or your real name? Is this a business where most people use their last name when they name their business, like Smith's Plumbing or Bonfi Electric or like McDonald's or a nickname like Gary Vee? Using your name lets people know that there is an actual person behind the company, and people want to do business with other people. It gives your company a face, and I hope you use a nickname, and it is something that sounds cool, because my childhood nickname, 
Yeah, not so cool. My family used to call me Ernie Worm, and I don't think it would be a good name for anything other than a bait shop. (laughs) The third rule to consider is to make it simple but memorable. A good business is easy to remember and easy to pronounce and spell. The fourth rule to consider, consider your target market. What would your ideal and target customers be attracted by? Sometimes something that aligns with the age group that you're targeting is a good thing to add to the word. Fifth rule, make it unique and available. You need to make sure that there are no other businesses with a similar name. While some people use this as a strategy, you know, to make their business sound like another bigger business, I feel like it is kind of a low blow attempt to steal their customers. Also, You need to make sure that the name is available on the platforms that you are trying to market on. And I would also check to see if the name you choose has a website available to claim and not for thousands of dollars. Too many people forget this step when they choose a name. If you have to make a weird website, you may not be super easy to find. Now, I know that other extensions besides .com are available, but I just want to warn you that your potential customers will check .com before they remember to check .net or .biz or any of the other ones out there. So I suggest that you stick with a very simple .com. You can go to godaddy.com and check availability pretty simply, and I'm going to link them in the show notes as well. The sixth rule to make sure that you are getting the perfect name for your business is to check the trademarks. Are the trademarks available for this name? I don't want to get too deep in this right now, and we're going to save this for the next episode, but check USPTO.gov slash trademarks slash search and do a search for existing trademarks. You can get lots of hints on how to search with their quick video. And I'm also going to put their website in the show notes for you. And I really urge you to check to see if there are any live trademarks available for this. The seventh and final rule to check your name idea against is to future-proof your name. Another thing that many people don't consider when choosing a name is the fact that the name is super specific and doesn't allow the business to be scaled or to cover more than one area. Also, you don't want your name to be so trendy that it will be outdated in the future. We are planning for the long haul here. So there are so many things to consider when you are choosing a name for your new business. I know that this list doesn't cover everything, but at least you should be less likely to make a mistake that is tough to get over. If you do have a name that breaks some of the rules that are laid out here and you have to change your name, it's okay. You can recover, but it's expensive and it's time-consuming. But it is possible. I know, because we had to change our name from Cinch Chicks to Hey Chicks back in 2013. But take heart. This whole process should be fun. This is where you get to express your creativity and you are free to choose whatever you like. Take time and don't rush into choosing a name that you might not love later. So this week's homework is to come up with a name and check it against the rules and see if there are any issues you think you'll encounter. Then I want you to check to see if your name has any live trademarks associated with it and check for the availability of a website and your social media handles on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or any of, well, I guess it's X now. (laughs) See, even they had to change their name. 
But just double check all of the social media platforms that you plan on using. Because next week, we are going to talk about registering your business name and how to structure it legally. I know, so exciting. Maybe not the most exciting topic, but I will tell you, it is uber important. But for now, I think you have enough to think about. So how exciting this part of business development is. And just know that it might take a while, but take the time that it takes and thoroughly vet each name choice. If it makes you feel any better about how long it takes, just know that I have been working on the name for a new business that I'm starting for over a month. I hope this doesn't take you that long, but it might. I'm just going to be real here. And I hope that this helps you to choose the perfect name for your company. If you took any value from this, would you rate this on your podcast platform and share it with anyone you think who might be able to use this info? Because together, we can raise all of our quality of life. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check us out on the Quality of Life podcast, Facebook and Instagram pages, and our website, theerinolson.com, for downloads and more information. That is T-H-E-E-R-I-N-O-L-S-O-N.com. Stay up to date by joining our email newsletter. Together, we can improve all of our quality of life.